It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. I want to kick today's episode off by giving a shout out to my good friend Morgan Best and her group over at Journey Team. I just did a recent training with these guys and gals, and let me tell you, it was absolutely amazing. They have such a good group there. I couldn't have been more happy and honored to spend some time with them and to help them on their Agile journey. And the topic for today sort of falls right into their wheelhouse. I wanted to simplify. I wanted to come up with a top 10 list of things that we can do in the pursuit of Agile to make sure that we keep the wheels on the bus and that we're pursuing the right things. So I put together a list and hopefully... Uh, This list will resonate with you. Hopefully it will help you and your organization really get the ball moving when it comes to business agility. All right, coming in at number 10 on my list, foster a healthy organizational culture. Now, this is one that I felt from the moment I walked into the door at Journey Team. I just felt this overwhelming sense of pride in what they do and pride in a workplace and everything from the fully stocked kitchen to the hospitality of people. Can I get you anything? Can I show you anything? Can we go anywhere? The culture there was very healthy, alive, and well, and it made me feel good. So I I thought about that and I said, wow, I even went as far as to say, if I ever had a full-time job, that this is the type of place that I would want to, that I could see myself working, that I would feel like I'd fit in really, really well. So great job to that group because this just, they nailed it. They hit a home run, right? All right, let's keep going. Coming in at nine, simplify. Now, this one's not as easy as it sounds. When I say simplify, I'm talking about simplify the way that you do work, simplify your backlogs, simplify your teams. When needed or when necessary, create templates or modules that you can reuse and repurpose. Start focusing on things that don't need to be done and get those out of the way so that you can simplify and do the work that's going to cause the best outcome, the largest impact, the highest consumer satisfaction. Okay, coming in at number eight, form a habit of continual improvement. We talked about this. This is one of those things where we can't do continuous improvement because that means we'd just be an ever-flowing river of improvement, which would be phenomenal. But the more realistic approach is continual improvement. And if we can get in the habit of seeking out, what can we do to be just a little better? What can we do to crank it up from a 3 to a 3.2? I I see too many people want to run in and turn the dial all the way up to 13. And not only is that toxic, but it can be very, very dangerous. All right, coming at number seven. Allocate capacity and people to sustainability and growth. What I mean by that is hire when you need to and make sure you're bringing in people in the right positions. I think that all too often we spend so much time focusing on how to get things done with the people that we have and we're constantly rejiggering and reconfiguring teams that we don't spend time to align the work in such a way that it's easy to consume and we're not bringing on people because we don't see where the inefficiencies are. So my advice here is make sure you're allocating the right people and having the right workload in order for you to maintain sustainability and growth. Okay, coming at number six, remember to always stay flexible and adaptive. Now, this one is interesting because 
I see that sometimes organizations take this one too far. It's almost like the pendulum, right? If you take this whole flexibility thing, oh, we're flexible. We can do whatever you want, dude. What's going to end up happening is you're going to get lost in that flexibility and you're going to be so flexible that you wound up doing things and trying things that maybe you shouldn't have tried. So with that being said, it's important for you to be adaptive, to listen to needs, to remain flexible, and to make sure that everyone knows that we're willing and honored and happy to change work. But if we do, all magic comes with a price that by changing work, we're also going to see that other things are impacted. Other things are going to shift or move. That it's not just, oh, we can add what we want or change what we want with no consequence. With every action, there's a reaction. Okay, coming in at number five, communicate effectively. This is one that we talked about extensively during our training. We talked about the importance of communication and how the Scrum Master is a great communicator and a product owner should communicate, communicate, communicate. It was just one of these things where if you learn effective communication and how to have good conversations with people and how to and know when and how to use things, tools like Elmo and Vistify for consensus and and helping people to upgrade, uplift, and become better at what they do. There's much to be said for, for that environment. So please, please, please make sure that you're communicating effectively. Coming in at number four, diversify your networks. Now, this is interesting. What I'm trying to say here is don't build anything in a silo. I know it's hard for some organizations because they have so many specialists or so many groups of specialty clients or whatever the case may be. If it's at all possible, diversification is going to yield a better outcome than trying to do everything in one flavor. Try not to be vanilla about the things that you do. Okay, coming in at number three, collaborate with a clear focus on outcomes. My good friend, Mr. Robbie Van Winkle, once said, stop, collaborate, and listen, right? Ice is back with my brain, right? You get where I'm going with this. It's time for us to collaborate with clear focus on outcomes. We need to make sure we're having conversations about how is the customer going to engage this way? Help me understand how this is going to help benefit or further the abilities of our product or capabilities of our product or service. How is this going to help us moving forward? And I think that the more you collaborate and speak to one another, the better that outcome is going to be and a greater impact it's going to have. Okay, so coming in at number two, define and pursue your most important goals. Make sure you set goals and you set strategy and you figure out where you're going to be and what you need to do. And don't be afraid to assess and figure out where you are now so that you can make sure that you figure out what the most urgent goals are, what the most urgent needs are, and you're dedicating your focus there. And then, of course, at the top of the list, number one, I mean, who would have thought it would be anything different? Number one, drum roll. Take the time to make certain that your teams have what they need to be successful. This sounds so generic compared to the others, but it's true. I think a lot of times we spend so much time reorganizing people or so much time doing all these other things incorrectly that we don't take time to align the work in a way that it's easy to consume and we don't take time to set up our teams for success and we don't take time to align agile coaches or scrum masters and we don't take time to clearly define roles and responsibilities. This last one is just to make certain that we provide the team with everything they need to be successful. That's going to do it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And to all my friends at Journey Team, here's the shout out I promised you. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.